0: So, I've been wanting to uh, do this episode for a while now, but I just didn't know how, I guess, to um, approach it, approach the topic, approach um, the story, I guess. This is my story, but of course, other people are involved in it. And um, I'm not going to say any names, I'm just going to refer to them. Um, uh, I don't know how, (laughs) but, um, I do need to say this story, like, this is crazy. Um, uh, trigger warning, though, um, it does have to deal with, uh, domestic violence. Um, there's a little sprinkle of some rapey vibes, um, and homelessness, drama, drugs. Um yeah. So, uh if you if you're not interested in hearing any of that, uh you should probably turn this off because this might fuck with you. So, um yeah, turn it off if you if you can't handle it. But if you can, welcome to the show. This is going to be a doozy. <laughs> So this story starts in 2015. Granted, my story starts uh, in 1987 because that's when I was born. And uh, yeah, things did happen between then and 2015. Um, And just a quick recap of that. I was born and raised in the Bronx, New York. I moved to Florida um, when I was 21. Uh, after I got married, after we had our second son, um got married and moved to Florida. It was uh epic fail. We came back. We went back to New York. Uh, we stood there for a couple of months and then we tried again. Um and the second time was the following year and it was more successful. Uh and we moved our whole family down. Uh when I say that I mean the two kids that we had and my mom. We found an apartment and, um, uh, we were, we were good for the most part, um, but then in 2015, my ex-husband and I, uh, we separated, um, there was infidelity in both our parts, um, but when I, uh, confessed of mine, that's when he, uh, moved out of the house, and I, and I did that on purpose, like, We had been um, uh, unfaithful to each other for a while already. He, uh, with multiple females, and I kind of just stuck to my one. And um, both are bad. You know, both of us were wrong in that. And uh, he left, and that was that. Um, After he left, I went. Back to working because I was a I was mostly a housewife for the majority of our marriage, um, because we had our our young our youngins, and um, yeah, and I just stood home with them, but um, yeah, after he left, I went back to working. I was I was working retail, which I absolutely fucking hate, but I did that. Um, my sister actually had moved down. Um, that summer, she was uh, living in New York. We all we were, but uh, she moved down that summer with her family, and um, she was staying with me for a while until uh, we uh, both got our own places uh, in the same complex at the end of that year. Um, and she was a huge help. She she was my babysitter, um, and yeah, she was a, she was a huge help with all that. Um and uh yeah we moved in to our places at the end of that year and in two thousand sixteen um I got my CNA license and um I was like really, really excited about it. I wanted this license for years, like from when uh when my youngest was like what practically a newborn was when uh when when i first tried to uh take the course i mean i did do the course and i went to do the tests and everything but then um my test date actually landed on uh, a surgery date of his and i wasn't able to um, reschedule it they were giving me a really hard time to reschedule it so that was a missed opportunity um Like over five years prior, so or almost five years prior, um. So I was really excited, and um, when I when I passed my test, my ex husband was actually one of the first people that I wanted to share it with. We were still working on a friendship at this point, and um, which which we were pretty um, you know, we were good, and I wouldn't really a lie it wasn't really more of a friendship but we were kind of like redating at that point but um i wasn't uh i wasn't um really as available i guess to him as i was in the past like i was really uh really i guess feeling myself as i was I was finally doing all these things for myself, you know, and I was really proud of myself. But as a friend, I kind of wanted his support because he knew, you know, he knew how badly I wanted this. And so um, he invited me out and he took me out to drinks and um, it was nice. But I kind of got in my feelings because the spot that he took me to wasn't far from my house right and one of the issues that we had was that he never took me out like he we never did anything like that like he'd always say that i had an attitude or whatever and he didn't want to take me out like i was a fucking child and uh, and he didn't and he and he had his own social life and that's why he was a cheating whore but um yeah it got in my feelings cuz it was kind of close but whatever and it was like a like a like a hispanic spot so they had like Spanish music playing, whatever. And I, I really wanted to dance. I remember that. And I kept telling him that I really wanted to dance. And he kept saying, you know, he was in pain and all this stuff. because He had been in a car accident years, um, years ago when, when our oldest was a year old, he got into a really bad car accident. Um, so that was his excuse. And I remember leaving there, feeling like, damn, man, I really want to fucking dance, but whatever. So um, we went back to my spot, and everything seems to have been fine. Um, and this is where that trigger warning comes to play. So, um, I'm letting you know. So we're sitting on the couch, and um, we're talking, and everything was just fine, and then. He kind of, like, switched, right, and he, he kind of, I don't know how to, like, say this without feeling some type of way, but he definitely uh, ripped my shirt, and he pulled out a condom, and I was absolutely fucking livid, because first of all, <laughs> you don't pay for my shit, so there's no reason why you need to be breaking anything of mine, especially the fucking clothing on my body, for any fucking reason, don't, don't, don't there's, I don't find that to be seductive at all, if you're not, like, planning to replace this shit, right, that's one, and two, nigga, you ain't, we're together, so what is this, and then three, the fact that he had the condom, like, he was red D, red D, okay, and the our whole entire relationship, we had sex raw. We had raw sex, okay? And granted, we hadn't been doing anything because, like I said, we had been separated for quite a few, few months already. Um, almost a whole damn year, actually, by that time. Uh, and he did that, and I was just like, I, I was really f- flipping out. Right, so I, I went to my room, I got into regular clothes, but then when I came out of my room, I had this, like, huge fucking mirror on, like, in the entranceway of my apartment. This huge mirror that took off the whole wall from the door all the way up to the kitchen. Um, that, that was, like, right across from my bedroom door and my uh, my bathroom door. Cause the boys had their own bathroom on the other side of the apartment. Um, And I remember him grabbing me from behind and having me face the mirror while he uh, touched me inappropriately, and I was fighting him off. And then he kind of pulled me into the room and... um, was really, really fucking trying it. And got me into the bed and everything. I definitely kicked, screamed, but, um, scratched him. And got him off. And, um, his response was that he liked it. He liked when I fought him. Which wasn't the first time he said that to me. He said that quite a few times to me in, my, in our marriage, actually. But I didn't know that that was a problem until after the fact, because, um, I didn't know a lot, but, um, so that happened, and, uh, I definitely kicked him out of my house, and he was never allowed in my home ever, 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 ever again after that, um, yeah, so after that happened, he definitely switched um, before that, we had came up with a like an agreement outside of court for for child support. Um, which he was he was doing monthly. Um, I can't honestly say what the amount was, but um, I want to say it was anywhere between like four or five hundred dollars, uh, for the three kids. Um, which I, like I said he was doing just fine providing and when he and when even the times that he couldn't for whatever reason like we we was open communication like it wasn't anything crazy like he'd help when he can help but he helped um but he that that definitely stopped and then by august of that month i was getting ready for uh school for the boys and getting them their supplies their clothes for the new school year um, setting up for haircuts, meaning to get their sneakers and whatever. And then I I asked him if he could either help with the sneakers or the haircuts. And he responded with telling me that, uh, that he didn't know because that his girlfriend was pregnant and I lost it. Like I didn't I don't remember actually replying to that email because it was an email it wasn't like it wasn't even at least a text definitely wasn't a call it wasn't an email but I remember um just calling my mom and crying like I was hysterical hyper fucking ventilating over this shit and I didn't understand why at first because You know, I thought I was over, I mean, I was, like, I did, I wasn't even, it wasn't even that I was, uh, I don't know, it wasn't, it wasn't with him, per se, it wasn't even the baby, it wasn't, the. it wasn't even the female, it was, like, it, it definitely triggered me, um, it, it got me thinking of when, um, my stepdad got another lady pregnant, and how that was like that was the end of my mom and dad and um I don't know why I don't know why that is what uh stuck so hard on me but I was definitely in my feelings and I remember that definitely sent me into like an emotional spiral that I I didn't fully understand until way later um but uh i i definitely got stuck in my head um after that because i didn't know uh i didn't understand what i was feeling and i i i didn't know who to talk to. I didn't or or what to say. Like even if I had someone to talk to, like what the fuck am I gonna say? Like it was really weird. It was very weird. Um that happened in the beginning of August. Then towards the end of August is when um an ex friend of mine came down to visit and um it I mean it was a good visit, but um in that visit, we uh, smoked together, right? It was just weed, but we smoked together. And uh, before that, before that, I was not a pothead. Now, <laughs> I am. But before that, I wasn't. So uh, I had smoked in the past, um, maybe like three times. And I was, what, 24 at the time? So, yeah, um, 24, listen to me. I was like 28. I think that was my 28th birthday when she came down, but, um, yeah, she and I smoked, and I remember, um, I don't know if it was just being high and, you know, reflecting differently and, again, not knowing... What the fuck I was feeling and how to process and how to speak it out because most of the time, um, not most of the time, but a lot of the time, I just stay quiet. Like I smoke and I stay quiet. Um, there are times that I smoke and I'm rambling like a motherfucker, but for the most part, I'm I'm just quiet because I'm just in my head. Um, but I do remember like a lot. A lot was going through my head, and um, to the point that I literally went silent for almost 72 fucking hours. I ended up going to the hospital at one point because I, I started blanking out. And uh, the, the blanking out wasn't just the smoking, it was it was my depression, because that that definitely has happened to me in the past. But I remember getting ready for work for one day. And next thing I knew, I was at my job going around doing vitals and when I caught myself at my job already I freaked out like I had to hide and call that friend and I was I was freaking out because I was like how the fuck did I get here like I don't remember driving like I don't remember clocking in I don't remember grabbing my stuff I don't I remember any of it I was freaking out and uh she called my job like saying it was like some fake emergency and she actually got in a cab and she came and picked me up and we went to the hospital and they left me in observation for a little bit but they they let me go home and but i i was like it was just so weird um really weird so that happened and um nothing, I just kinda like brushed it off like it was nothing, right? A couple of weeks later I started to have car problems and that um led to me uh losing my job because I well obviously was no longer able to go to work my job was over the highway over 20 uh like about 20 miles away in Florida so um everything just feels insane so much fucking further away in fucking Florida I hate Florida but uh yeah I lost my job and well before I lost my job before that while I was still just having car problems is Um, when I met my ex, the ex that this story definitely revolves so much around, I met him. And, um, yeah, shortly after I met him is when I, like, my car pooped out and uh when the same day that my car pooped out my sister quit as my sitter um so i asked my ex-husband if he could hold down the boys until i figured shit out because i i just knew that losing my apartment was just like inevitable at that point and I didn't want them to be bouncing around. Like everything that happened after is exactly what I did not want to happen. But um so I asked my ex husband to watch over the boys and he agreed to. So by the end of September, um that arrangement was made and um uh like I said I had I had met Joseph oh, oh I said his name. I had met, uh, my ex, um, and for a while, he was actually taking me to work, and actually picking me up, and, um, that was quite a grand gesture, given the fact that he lived almost two hours away, um, but. Uh, Yeah, he was helping me with that for a while until um, my depression really, really took a turn for the worse after um, I was made to miss my son's fifth birthday because my calls were not uh, answered and my texts were not uh, responded to. I was ignored, and I'm. I missed his. I missed his birthday, and that pushed me. Uh, here's where that trigger warning comes to play again, because that definitely pushed me to. Um. Do something I should not have. So, while I was packing up my things in my apartment, last bit of stuff because I was originally going to just try to put everything in storage. Um, I remember my mom ranting on about this fucking table that she had given me. It's like it was this little two-seater, uh, like barista kind of little table that I had, or that she had given me, and now I, I kind of no longer had a use for it, but she kept ranting on about giving that to my sister, and I was getting more and more upset with her because I felt like she was part of why this was happening, because I, you know, I could have, if I knew she was still a reliable um, babysitter, which, you know, looking back, you know it was my fault too. You know, I'm not. I'm not trying to blame it all on her right now. I'm just saying uh, what I was feeling at the moment, but um, not at the time. But um, yeah, I was really angry, and I didn't want to give her the fucking table, and so she got mad and she left, and I, I was trying to just ignore it, but then I felt bad, and I walked over to my sister's apartment, um, with the intentions of apologizing to both of them actually. but when I got to the door, I could hear her. I could hear them, mostly my sister, but my mom wasn't uh, stopping her. but just talking shit about me and I remember... Sitting at the staircase in front of my sister's apartment, still kind of hearing it, but where I was sitting, it was more of a mumble at that, um, in in that uh, spot. But crying, I was crying so hard. Um, and I just walked over to the gas station, and I got a four local because the liquor store was way too far, and you know. Hello, poor local. So I got that and got home. I opened the can, took some pills, like a lot of pills, and I started to feel myself drift. And when I realized, uh, just how much I was drifting, I got scared and I was filled with regret. And I remember grabbing an item of each of my sons, writing a note, sitting there for a few minutes even still, and then calling for an ambulance because i changed my mind i was scared i didn't i just wanted some help and um they came my mom saw them and i remember when i got to the hospital and, and my mom came through the curtain i got mad at her and i told her to get the fuck out um i was really mad at her Uh, he ended up admitting me to this fucking psych ward for four days, and, uh, when I got out, uh, pretty much, not right away, but not long after I got out is when I moved in with my ex, and I just... i just sunk so so deep into myself that i was on like I, I wouldn't recognize myself if i saw me back then honestly i i turned into a different person um Another trigger warning uh, regarding the drugs. I didn't know at the time that there was cocaine in the blunts I was smoking. So for uh, actually almost a year, I didn't know that I was addicted to cocaine um i had no idea i knew that uh months later i i i noticed that he was smoking it i like i i noticed that but i don't know i i don't oh, fuck like i said i don't i don't know what the fuck possessed me to be so blind to certain things because looking back it's like what what the fuck why didn't i say something like why didn't i do different but i don't know i don't know i'm just saying what happened i guess but um so for the next few months like through the holiday season I just got lost. I was lost in myself. Um then in 2017, like the turn of the year, I got a new job. Like I I I decided new year new me, you know? And I I I managed to pick myself back up and and get myself a job. So, I started working at a school as a teacher's assistant, mostly with preschool. And it was good. It, it kept me busy, got me distracted, got me motivated, got me paid, and eventually helped me get a car and I, and I got my first car, like, the car that I had before was, like, uh, my mom's car, and it was handed down to me, never actually signed over to me, but handed down to me, so it was my daily driver, but, uh, this Kia that I got, that was my baby, and I was so proud of myself, I was so happy with that car, um, and, um, The only thing that I needed was a home so that I could get my boys back. And again, that's where the X comes to play. Because this man kept saying that his family had a rental, right? And this family rental was currently occupied, but. the tenants were going to be leaving and, you know, he had already spoken to his brother and his mom and, you know, I was going to get the place. They were just going to fix it up, you know, next week, next week, next week that I could at least uh, see the house, right? We even drove by the house and this was going to be my house. This was going to be the house I got for the boys. I gave this man a thousand dollars for the deposit of this house in 2017, and wouldn't you know, I never moved into that house, this house suddenly was no longer available, and I, uh, well, when spring break came, and the house was not available still, and at this time, he was still saying, yeah, next week, next week, next week, I, I was able to get the boys for a visit that week, and during this visit, I was told by my kids that, uh, that it was basically like I was, they were trying to, like, erase me, and, um, and when I say they, I mean my ex-husband and his, his new person were uh just trying to like pretty much eliminate me from the picture when it comes to my children and were trying to get my youngest son out of the school that he was in, which was a special a special class that he's in, he was in. Um, so that I basically wouldn't know where they are. And I lost my mind. I called um Uh, child services, but not for, not to make a report or anything, it was pretty much just to, like, ask for, like, for advice, because I was like, you know, is this considered kidnapping if I don't return my sons, because I'm fearful that, you know, then he's gonna be, like, kidnapping, you know, and I was told that it wasn't, and that I could keep them, so I did, And, um, before I was actually ready, because like I said, we didn't have the place, but like I said, it was supposed to be next week, next week, next week. So, um, that turned into my sons having to stay with my mom for a little while because I couldn't take them with me to my ex's house. There was a spare room. There was actually space, but no patience. Um, and he he pawned it off, like blaming his mom because we lived in his mom's house. I didn't. I didn't. I should have mentioned that it wasn't his place, which was another fucking lie. Because at first he made it seem like his mom lived with him. No niggas, you lived with your mom, okay, um. No shame, but be honest, you know what I mean. um, and he had been living there for fucking years, you no know, whatever, but uh, yeah, he pawned it off like it like his mom wouldn't handle it, whatever um so they were with my mom for a while, and um that didn't last long because her ex-husband um. Is an asshole too, so he uh, definitely didn't like the fact that my sons were there. Uh, regardless, that it was really like just a temporary thing. Like I wasn't trying to get anybody to adopt my kids. You know, like oh, I just needed some help. But he um, he wanted them out. There was a some type of fight or something, and they got kicked out. My kids got kicked out. My mom got kicked out of the house because of my kids being there. And that resulted in the four of them moving in with my aunt. Now, to paint the picture, I didn't mention the towns in Florida that these all took place. So I originally, this this all happened when I was living in Tampa originally. And then I had to eventually move to Ocala uh, with the ex. My mom lived in Winter Haven. And then my aunt that, that she eventually, she moved in with, with my boys, was in Deltona. so. These are not neighboring cities. Like these are hour and a half, two hours apart from each other. This was a, there was a lot of driving involved when it came to transporting and and visiting. Um so they ended up in Deltona. Uh by the summer I uh I gave up. On my ex. I Like on him. On on depending on him with the fucking house. Like I gave him a sufficient amount of time. I would think. Um. And I moved out. But um. The. What. What really. Uh. Pushed me. To. Which really should have been. It. Was. I had came out for a cigarette, and but I, I just sat in the garage, right, because he didn't always open the garage, and usually when he had, like, a customer outside or something because he was a quote-unquote mobile mechanic, um, I I didn't really like disturbing them, you know, so I just kind of just stuck to myself, whatever, um, but I definitely overheard the conversation, I definitely knew who he was talking to which was a female customer of his that I was already kind of feeling insecure about but didn't really want to say anything but definitely was feeling some types of ways because he'd constantly be borrowing her car. um you yeah. know so I definitely overheard a conversation and when she was telling her how he doesn't have anyone that he can talk to, and that she's so easy to talk to, and all this fucking mess. I'm over here like, nigga, I am a, I am easy to fucking talk to, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you never talk to me, like, we never fucking talk, but I didn't say anything, and I don't know why, I don't know why, because I'm naturally a very confrontational person, But I didn't fucking say anything. What I did was I went back to the room and I started packing. And the next day, I had my car packed up and I was like, I'm out. I'm going to go with my kids. So I did that. And uh, at my aunt's house was her uh, boyfriend at the time, my mom, my three sons, my cousin, and my grandmother um my male cousin I have to emphasize this because this ex accused me constantly like at a disgusting fucking rate he kept on accusing me of having sex with my cousin no matter, What the fuck I tried to do to convince this man that, nigga, you've met this man before. Like, this is my cousin. This is my blood. I am not one of these fucking hillbilly-ass motherfuckers. Like, I'm not about that life, man. What the fuck? What, What part of my personality made you think that I was that type of person? that shit just drove me crazy, like, I didn't, it didn't make sense to me, it doesn't make sense to me, and I would tell my cousin this. like, this nigga really thinks we're fucking, like, I don't understand, like, he'd get mad, like, if we'd be we smoked together, and it'd be a problem, if we're hanging out, if he called me or text me, and I'm like, I'm just telling my cousin, oh, it's a whole thing, so, um, I caught myself, like, kind of pulling myself back, and I thought that was weird, but I was like, I don't want this nigga to be fighting with me for every little thing. Um so that those were like the first kind of signs of it. Then um fast forward a few months passed by and um my car broke down the first day of school. It fucking broke down I went to turn the car on and I didn't make it out of the driveway and uh like it it was like my whole world felt like it just crashed down because I was ready like I was finally like they're going to school now. I can find work. I don't you know, I can even if it's part-time working around the schedule until, you know, whatever. That that just fucking that opportunity just got thrown out the fucking window and I was so in my feelings. Um so in my feelings. So this was like a week or two before my birthday even. Um I was just a mess. So that happened. And Um, I, I can honestly say that I became very stagnant for a few months. After, after that car broke down, I definitely, my depression kicked into fucking overdrive. I felt useless. I felt stuck. I felt like a fucking misfit. I felt like a failure. I felt like I felt just horrible. Like, I felt like nothing that I could do will turn this around. Like, I felt like I was just getting deeper and deeper and deeper into my own shit. And I didn't know what the fuck to do. And I had this so-called boyfriend who wasn't even a good support system. Like, uh, it was just a mess. Like, he'd come and visit, right, at nighttime, nice and late. And that's what he, he always did. He'd come nice and late. So, you know, after the boys were asleep, to smoke and hang out or whatever. Um, never really, like, the family guy, you know? Uh, I eventually got kicked out of that house. Um looking back, I can say that uh sure, yeah, maybe it you know my laziness it, it played a big factor, I'm sure. I am still hurt and uh angry at at that aunt. On- for how it was handled and how um how she kicked me out, you know. It it was it was fucked up. It was fucked up. Especially that when she first said that we can stay there, I told her straight up that I I you know, I was scared that she would kick me out. Like I was scared that it would get to that point and, you know, that, that it'll cause any any tension or anything between us. And she's like, no, no, that, you know, I would never, and all this stuff. Never believe that. Because she definitely did. Um, and we were in motels for a while. For a while. Um, and until one day, I was walking down the street. Getting food with my kids from the motel, like we'd walk, um, almost a full mile just for, just for a few meals to hold down as a little mini fridge in the fucking motels. Only microwavable food, obviously, but did that for a while. But uh, one day that I was walking, um, like I, I I. I had an old friend that apparently saw me walking, and she had hit me up on Facebook, and she's like, "Hey, you know, are you back in Ocala?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Oh, I, I I thought I saw you and the boys walking down," and she said the street, and I was like, "Wow, yeah, that that was me." Oh, you know how you been or whatever, because I hadn't seen her or talked to her in fucking years. So uh, anyway, she came over with her kids and um, we hung out or whatever, and she was telling me about the shit she was going through, and how she found this spot, that, um, it's not, it's just an available spot, right, and, um, not to rent, not to buy, but it's just an available spot, so uh, I decided that, uh, we were going to go with her for a little while because at this point, um, the ex was really, really fucking pushing it with um, his jealousy to the point that um, what he'd do is he, he'd accuse me of fucking any and everybody that will look at me. I didn't even have to fucking look back. Okay, they look at me and I want to fuck them is what he thought all the fucking time. And this, this, this with the guests, with the workers from the hotel or the motel. um, He just thought I was having sex with everyone. And I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating. I wish I was. But this is what he would do. He would get in his feelings. And then when I would, you know, retaliate or not retaliate, but fucking respond to his bullshit, he would wait until after checkout when now, uh, room, uh, the, the room attendants are knocking on my door, like, hey, you gotta go, and I'd have to fucking call him, like, yo, you didn't, did you not pay for the room, and he'd be like, you know, oh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get there. Don't worry about it. Just let them know. And I'm like, bro, they're gonna kick us out. Like they're they're here to kick us out. And he did this multiple times just just to have me on edge. Um and I, I was really I was really fucking over that. So I definitely agreed to just go with this girl to uh this spot that was available. So for the next two months we were squatting in a dirty ass mobile home that was sitting on probably like half an acre. It was good good piece of land, but um definitely not not habitable. It was it was a mess. There was no um power sometimes um it was dirty there was no ac it was dead summer it was hot as fuck it, we didn't even have a fridge uh for the longest of time uh but i didn't have money i didn't have income i didn't have shit but food stamps um and that, that was definitely, um, a traumatic experience, that house, uh, living in that house, dealing with, uh, the other children, um, and how they interacted with mine, uh, yeah, it was just bad. And again, his full, constantly accusing me of fucking everybody, fucking the girls, man, any anybody, anybody. Females too. It 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 didn't it wasn't only guys. It would be literally any anybody that would look at me for too long. Um it was bad. So after that we actually got kicked out of there too because uh, one of her sons got into it with one of my sons which made one of my other sons and one of her other sons get into it too so it was kind of like a, a, a situation and but what pissed me off was that my son got marked and I said that what I tell my kids is that if you do something to one, I'm gonna do it three times worse to you. So like you don't fuck with my kids, okay? You definitely don't fucking mark my kids. So I was mad, okay? And granted, no, no, I probably shouldn't have talked to another child like another person, kid like this. But, bitch, you are in this house all the fucking time, just in your room, fucking, fucking, doing whatever the fuck you're doing. Not paying attention to none of these fucking kids. You got like six fucking kids up in this bitch. Plus, your man got like eight or some crazy shit. I'm not exaggerating. There were a lot of motherfucking kids. Okay? And thank God he didn't have full custody. He only had them like on the weekends or some shit. Or like every other weekend. But there were times that there, it was like a fucking. Oh my God. It was a circus. It was a circus. And they would just be in the room while all these kids are just causing mayhem. Alright, and most of the time, I had my kids with me in the room, like, forced to not fucking interact, because you're not gonna get, uh, into it with these motherfuckers, but, um, uh, but they still did, and so she didn't like my response, and really, honestly, I didn't give a fuck, I didn't give a fuck, not even a little bit, um, I, 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 I took that exit with pride, And I didn't speak to her for a little bit, but, um, we did, we did make amends after that because we were both just going through our own shit. It was too much, you know, but, um, that happened. And after that happened, we definitely had to go back to the motels for a little while. And, um, but when we went back to the motels is when I decided, fuck Florida. Like, I really need to get the fuck out of Florida. I can't do this anymore. Like, this, is, I'm going to do nothing but fail down here. Like, I, I just couldn't see myself uh, succeeding down there. Especially with no car. So, um, I started making arrangements to move to New York. And, um, all literally was a go. Now, originally, I was supposed to move to Pennsylvania first but uh my mom was still in the rehab and her discharge wasn't um happening just yet we were still gonna get a place um, but it just it just didn't work out that first year just same like getting out of uh, getting to Florida it was that's what it was like getting out because. Uh, we didn't go to uh, Pennsylvania first we went to New York first and New York was supposed to just be temporary it was always just supposed to be temporary um until PA was figured out i was staying at my aunt's house and um actually everything was it was moving along like i I got childcare. I was working on I had actually already got a job. My stepdad hooked me up um uh, uh at a store at a at a liquor store actually, but he he knew somebody who knew somebody and he got me a job, which I was grateful for because it was fucking it was something. So I didn't I didn't care. I got uh, cuz like I said I, I was able to, to secure job uh childcare. I was good. But then, um, my ex intervened by uh, calling child services on me. And, um, yeah. He, I, I was accused of uh, drug use I was accused of being on heroin and marijuana. I was accused of uh, being an alcoholic, of physically and sexually abusing my children, and of neglecting my children. Um, I was forced to go to rehab because marijuana was found in my system, but nothing else was. So, don't understand the rehab part, but definitely have to do that. Now, all the while going through rehab, um, well before actually I should I should rewind a little bit because uh, because of the child service uh, the ACS case that that was open against me in New York over false accusations, um, that was the reason I got kicked out of that house but it wasn't it wasn't negative like i i understood completely you know she she sat me down and and we had a conversation and i understood where she was coming from um so we ended up in the shelter for for the remainder of the year um but while all this was happening i was getting cyberbullied by a character Named Jocelyn Rose or Jocelyn Rowe. Okay. At the time, I'm not gonna lie to you, I really thought this was a real person. Um this is when this person started attacking my character. Uh and um yeah, was just dragging me, dragging me online. Um, not just, this This was on Facebook, okay? Not just on social media, like on posts and shit, but definitely in my un- inbox. Um, um, just trying their hardest to make me feel like shit. And make me feel guilty for not wanting to be with my ex. Because when I left Florida, I... I didn't want to be with him anymore. I didn't. Like I got to New York and was just like, you know what? No, I need a break. I didn't say break up at the time because I didn't. I said I need a break. I need time. I need space. I need to. I need. I need some me time. And he did not like that. I was fucking everybody again, and I was such a whore and all the stuff. That's when the case got open, and that's when Jocelyn popped up. And that's the only fucking name I am going to say. Because this person is not real. This person is my ex. And this person is a fucking psycho. But anyway. uh, Jocelyn was harassing the ever-living fuck out of me. uh, Starting in 2018. So, yeah. <clears throat> like I said, we ended up in the shelter. We said Happy New Year in the fucking shelter, uh, and I it was a it was a horrible experience. Like every week we had to go back and like re reapply for a spot in the shelter and uh get keep trying to get closer and closer to like permanent housing, um. But then of course I I couldn't keep my job because of the fucking. The rehab and and all the traveling and shit that I had to do for the fucking shelter, I I I couldn't work like in between all that and then figuring out the boys and oh my god, it was crazy. It was so bad, but um, that happened and right when we were supposed to be like so close to actual like getting housing, I was told that that aunt in florida claimed that i could just move back in with her and so they said they can help me with tickets to florida they weren't going to give me uh shelter anymore because i had somewhere to go and i remember it was nighttime when i came out and i was I was a fucking mess, like, I, I, we were stranded, like, uh, it was not a good feeling, not a good feeling to even, like, uh, I knew that I should try to hold myself together, like, hold myself together. For the sake of the fact that I was alone with my sons in the middle of the streets in the fucking Bronx, you know? But, fuck, it was hard. It was hard to do that. I called my uncle for a ride. And I called my ex. No, I didn't call my ex. That's a lie. I called my uncle for a ride. My son called my ex. Uh, Freaking out. And, um... He got us bus tickets to come back or go back to Florida. And he got a house for us to move into within like a week's time. And that fucked with me. Like, oh my fucking God, did that fuck with me? Like, you're going to tell me? That this whole fucking time, you could have so easily put us in a spot? Like, listen, I'm not a materialistic person, okay? I am very, very far from it, actually. I, I, I don't, I, 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 I'm not in it, or I wasn't in it for whatever he was able to provide. That. That what that's not that's not where I'm coming from with that. What I'm saying is, you saw me struggling, fucking going from place to place, figuring the shit out, dragging my kids through all this shit for almost what two years at this point, and you just so easily, within a week's time, got a place, put my name on it because my name is on that lease, okay. So easily got this place. So we got to this place and he wants to make it seem like this is our happily ever after. Right? And I just couldn't pull myself back from the fact that I was fucking mad. I was mad I didn't want this house. I I it's a beautiful house, but I fucking hated the fucking house. Okay? I I, I, I was just so angry, so fucking angry, you know, and every fucking day I'd wake up and just be angry, like, one, I didn't want to come back to Florida, two, this is not my house, three, what the fuck took you so long to step up, and four, why do you think you're a hero now, like, this doesn't make you a hero now, you know? it just it just opened my eyes even more that gesture um and he for sure thought i was ungrateful he for sure uh thought i was being a bitch you know he for sure uh made me feel like a misfit there too because nothing was ever clean enough meals were never uh uh done in a timely fashion enough like it was he, he tried to make me into a housewife that I was not, because I was not his wife, and I made it clear that I would never be his motherfucking wife, so, um, that happened, and, um, fast forward a few months, because we were there, um, almost six months, but Fast forward and that female that I heard him talking to when I was smoking in the garage text him one day and his phone was just on the table. He was out in the yard, and he never did this. This was very unlike him. He never fucking left his phone down. He's very, very, very secretive. Um, which hello, red flag right there, right? Am I right? But um, he definitely left his phone on the table. It definitely lit up, and it definitely unlocked. Oh, uh, and I definitely read it, and it was definitely flirtatious on his part so what i did was i took his phone and and walked along this path that we had behind the house right and i called her and uh, i spoke to her for a little bit and i straight up asked her if uh if he gives her the impression that they have a future together and she straight up said yes so I um came back and threw his phone at him and pretty much let him know that I was fucking done. And um later that day I had came outside to the garage to say something to him i don't remember what the fuck i was trying to talk to him about but he was trying to ignore me i remember that while he was trying to light his blunt and so i took i like snatched the lighter from his hand and i like threw it like tossed it to the side onto the floor this shit fucking bounced and like pot like hit the like a bottle or some shit I don't remember I don't know if it hit a bottle and that's what shattered or if, if the lighter bounced a certain way and that's what shattered I don't remember what the fuck what what broke but I know I tossed the fucking lighter and it scared his dog this little white shit that he has um which I can't fucking stand his dog I can't stand his relationship with his dog I don't I it's it's Maybe a little psycho on my part, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like, I don't like the dog, but, um, it got scared, and it ran off, and this nigga thought that I was trying to hurt the dog, apparently, and this motherfucker got up from his seat, grabbed me by my neck, and pinned me against the wall, and when I tell you folks That this bitch right here blacked out. This bitch right here was in total disregard of motherfucking consequences. Okay? This bitch right here was willing to go to jail for motherfucking murder that day. Because I grabbed this motherfucker by his neck. And I squeezed to the point that I saw fear in his motherfucking eyes. Okay? I left scars. And I am proud of this. Because no one's going to put their hands on me. I think they're going to leave fucking with nothing. Okay. I left scars behind his neck. So if you think that you know who I'm talking about. Look behind his fucking ears. And see if you see little marks behind both of them. Because yes. That was me. Okay. And I told him. The fact that i was not worried about killing you right now is a problem okay i can't be with you this is not healthy and i walked away and i started to pack and i knew that i was going to leave him the fuck alone right like i had to leave him alone Okay. I'm packing. And this nigga was plotting. I didn't know until later that he started talking to my ex husband. I don't know at what point he started talking to my ex husband, but he sure as fuck started talking to him before I n- had any fucking idea or inkling that something could have been up. Okay? So I'm getting ready to move from Florida to PA. Now. Um, my mom's getting ready to get discharged. We are actually, like, uh, looking around for an apartment. And this is really happening. So, um, the boys wanted to see their dad. And this, this is what fucked me up. This is what fucked me up. So I hit this nigga up. And I let him know. I didn't let him know about the move, but I let him know that the boys wanted to see him. And they wanted to see about sharing a meal and some time with him. And um, he was all for it, whatever. So fine, cool. The arrangement was that I was going to meet him somewhere because I didn't want him knowing my address. like, and And that stems from of the incident that happened years ago um which I now that I'm saying this out loud I actually don't know if my ex knew about this but I don't know why I would have I don't know I don't know if he knew I don't know at at that point I'm sure he didn't give a fuck but um when I I had to leave I had to get something for my car um because I I actually oh that's another thing I got a new car tried to have my Durango, which I fucking love that car, um, got that bad boy, and I, I needed to get some stuff for the vehicle, and so when I came back, tell me why my ex-husband was in my driveway waiting to pick up our sons, and he's just there talking with my ex like they're friends and um yeah he didn't bring them home that day he didn't bring them home at all he took them from me I try to call him, try to text him, I try to email him. And he just said to go figure out my life. And that if I tried to take them, he'd charge me for kidnapping. So I had to make a decision. I could stay there and fucking fail again. Or I can move forward with the move and work on that come up. And so I decided to move. leaving my sons behind. And then Jocelyn came back.